This call is now being recorded. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Dylan Barnhart, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, two-time, two-time champ, Al Fisher. Al, how you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing, Dylan? Good. Missed you. Missed talking with you last week about fantasy football, but, uh, I didn't see too yeah. much rumblings in the chat about our absence, so I feel like we weren't uh, too missed around the league. No, I think uh, I think I, I think people are, you know, tuning out the media this season. I don't like I, it. Maybe they're getting. I don't know either. Right? Maybe they're getting it from alternative sources elsewhere. Um, maybe they're going to to uh, print media, which I hear is all the rage these days. Um, so it's, it's a good point. It's a good question. Um, but we're, we're week, week 10 of the podcast been going strong this year. Not a lot of guest hosts replacing us. We've been, we've been doing better than usual. So pat ourselves on the back a little bit for that. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. We're ready to go. It's, uh, we've got three weeks left of the regular season. This is crunch time. Woo! Every week is a big week at this point, and uh, should we just go ahead and get right into it, Al? Yeah, let's just jump into it. I mean, we got we got Ryan and Matt, uh, week eleven, to lead us off. It's a kind of a sad way to lead us off. Um, again, Matt, let's let's just di- let's just dive into this this Matt once again. If he has one win on the season, he put up 124. That's good enough to beat a majority of the teams last week. Once again, Vinny, Pete, Nick Paul, and Jerky. He he beat a, a majority of the teams last week. And, uh, yeah, it's, well, I guess maybe not a majority quite, but I, very close to majority of the teams last week. And he once again runs up to, Whoever scored the the second Ryan scoring the second highest amount of points. I, I don't think it's worth doing too deep of a dive into this. Um, Ryan is kind of the anti Matt Kruger in that it's not like Ryan has a bad team. We haven't said that all year, and Ryan also doesn't listen to the podcast, so fuck Ryan. Uh, but it really just speaks to the importance of scheduling and how that can impact your season because I, I, from my understanding and I can try to look this up quick, I think Matt and Ryan have put up almost identical uh, points for on the season um, and they have uh, Matt only has 70 Matt only has like 55 plus points than, than Ryan does on the season. Matt is uh, third from the bottom in points, ahead of Jergy and Nick Paul, but he is very much leading the league in points against, which is why he finds himself at one and ten. Um, so again, I not not a whole lot to discuss here. I mean, Ryan got a pretty big win, put up one sixty, so good for Ryan. Uh, didn't leave any points wasted on his bench. Uh, was. Ryan, Ryan pushed all the right buttons last week and uh, got the win that he needed. So good good for Ryan. He continues to roll. Yeah, I think the universe was telling Matt Kruger this year that, you know, it's it's just not your season. You got the you got the win last year, but that's it for a little bit. And he he's just gotten walloped throughout the season and uh you know it happened. Some years, some years you just don't get any breaks, and he really hasn't gotten many. And Ryan, uh, I looked at his team over the weekend, and I was like, oh, 
sick. He has to start Tua. But Tua had 19. It was fine enough, and the rest of Ryan's team really supported uh, him. And 161, really good number. Uh, he, like you said, he didn't really have uh, any down spots and played who he needed to play. And Kruger just loses another one. What What else is new? Yeah. Yeah, um, and we'll, we'll we'll just kind of keep moving on there. Um, not a whole lot to discuss, as we've said. So the next one we're going to go over is um, uh, Nick and Kevin. Uh, this was a lower-scoring game, but I, it was necessary for Nick if he wanted to have any faint hope. I, I don't I don't know if it was even possible. Um, I think what Nick would have been able to finish six and eight, so maybe yeah. had he gotten some help, it might have been mathematically possible. Yeah, he he was pretty much done though, and but this was the squeakiest cheese of the week. It was, yeah. It came down to to Monday night. Uh, Kevin and Nick were both watching. I think Kevin probably. Had a little bit more on the line. Uh, got good production, though, out of his back. Um, you know, Kevin does not have bad running backs, for sure. Uh, but I know he is waiting for Derrick Henry to, to come back, um, and hopefully soon. I don't know if he'll get him back in time. So, because I think Derrick Henry's on injured reserve, and uh, his news update says maybe early January. So yeah, maybe like he can play in. At the earliest. Yeah. Which, so I mean, if you're Kevin, yeah, I, I get it. Derrick Henry is a really good back, but I don't know. I mean, it's a question of who else can you pick up this late in the year. But I, I I would doubt that Kevin really is going to make any use of Derrick Henry further this season, whether that's because Derrick Henry doesn't come back until a potential playoff berth or week 18, um, or Kevin, you know, doesn't make it to the finals. I would, I would not put money on Derrick Henry having any fantasy football utility in this league for the rest of the year. But kudos to Kevin, got a much needed win. Uh, it's his playoff hunt as well. Yeah, given given Kevin's position in the playoff hunt, it's a it's very tough for it'll be very tough for him to trudge his way through without Derrick Henry, and that's the thing. Like he could possibly have him for the for the final week, but he has to get through three more tough regular season weeks and then two playoff weeks just to even get to that point, which I, I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done, but it, it's just difficult and obviously just very unfortunate. And mm-hmm. uh, also unfortunate, the fact that we don't really have to uh, dwell too much on Nick Paul here and his team he got a good 21 from Cook. The rest of the guys didn't really disappoint much then. I mean, it sucks when your defense just puts up zero, especially when you're playing the Texans. And then Derek Carr yeah. was a big disappointment of just only putting up eight. But, uh, yeah, Kevin, he, he got a, a big win, needed it, given given the playoff hunt right now, and uh, getting spicy, getting spicy. Getting spicy. It's getting hot in here. Yeah, um, and it, it continues to heat up. Um, Joel and Jergy, Jergy really needed this win. I mean, he he still had a chance to finish uh, above 500 on the season. Just mailed it in. His his team just was not showing the heart needed. Devontae Adams really really tried to carry the team. Josh Allen put up an okay game. Debo Samuel an okay game. Other than that, nobody else, Stephen, that's worth mentioning on Jerry's team. 
Joel didn't even need to put up all that much, and his guys still came to play on Sunday, um, got got the blowout victory. Joel also pushed all the right buttons. Um, and and Joel's, Joel uh, got a share of the division lead race. So um, kudos to Joel. Looking good, getting hot at the right time, um, and and trying to chase down Pete, and we'll 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 keep an eye on Joel's the the weeks go on here. Yeah, big for pony style, bucking their way to a uh, a much needed victory Ooh, gets them to nice. tie to top the uh, the division standings with Pete and Jerky just. This was the dagger in his season. I mean, he's already been just, like, fledgling, but this was the, the final blow. Um, obviously, three regular season weeks. Good for morale if you can get some wins for the team. But uh, it, it started off – the problem after the draft with Jurgi's team was – I mean, he, he got some bad luck with receivers, but – his problem all along wasn't his receivers. It was the the running backs, the quality, and just he didn't have really good depth, and he never was able to plug away at it. Uh, he has no no money remaining, and I was just thinking like like who did he like pick up throughout the season, and <laughs> is it even worth like were they valuable to his team? And I went through. And the guys currently comprised of his team make up for $25 worth of moves. That means there were $75 worth of moves that currently are guys not even on his roster. And a big part of that, half of that, nearly half of that, Chubba Howard, 37. Suck it. (laughs) Suck it, Jerry Gee. So, um, (laughs) yeah. just He did the math. You know... Like I said, with with Krugs, some years are just not your years. And with Jurgi, I think he tried everything he could to try and glue and plug that running back position together, and it just it didn't work out. And obviously, the the Kelvin Ridley situation is is really crappy, and and the fact that Allen Robinson just turned to not even being viable this year. I mean, that was pretty crazy as well so jerky had some had some unlucky breaks but uh you know that's that's how it goes and and joel big win big year for joel big year for joel I gotta, bad year for jerky i gotta say I'm, I'm i'm happy that you've kind of come this week with some nick paul level uh analytics and factoids it's it's been it's been nice um, appreciated the deep dive into Jergy's, uh, free agency acquisitions, whether or not it was fueled by a little bit of pettiness or comeuppance. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm here for either way. So, um, with that, we, we will move on to what really should have been the game of the week. Um, you and, you and Pete. Not that Vinny and I was maybe wasn't uh maybe was the better game on paper, but um this this game ended up being well I guess it wasn't close. It was, you know kind of a it was a it was a thrashing by the younger by Barnhart the younger. Um again, did not start Miles Gaskin. Um and so of course in you know, he put up seventeen uh, but it, you didn't need it. it. It didn't matter. You said, fuck you, Gaskin, Joe Burrow, I don't give a shit. Um, and you just dad-dicked Pete all the way to a 171-point uh, victory dance, uh, staying above 500 and, uh, you know, bringing Pete a little bit down to earth here. Uh, we were We were all here for it. Pete, as you had said, we talked about a little bit before the call, um, Jonathan Taylor had a huge game, like what, four or five touchdowns? Five. Um, yeah, and really did not, that was basically half of Pete's points and didn't really matter at all. 
Um, so way to go, Dylan. Really showing that, you know, as you had said, with a healthy Christian McCaffrey, uh, good things will happen. I'm sure you wish that maybe Justin Jefferson would have just not done anything because the Packers would have won and you still would have won, but it is what it is. And, you know, you're, you're looking forward to a, to a deep playoff run with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Lot, lot to say here. Uh, first off, I'll, I'll start with Pete and just mention, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, epic game. And the fact that not only was, I mean, he, his performance was one that carried probably a lot of teams across the fantasy football universe to wins this week. But for Pete, Pete's cause, it, it didn't even get him close. And that's because everyone else pretty much disappointed besides like Diggs. And I guess Landry had a decent game for Landry this season, but it, it just was, it didn't work out for Pete this week. And, it also really didn't matter when he faced me, who put up a whopping 171. Um, Jefferson, yeah, like you said, I could have, I could have lived without his second touchdown. Um, I, I would have preferred the Packers win, but oh well, it happens. Um, but yeah, my team is, we're ready, we're barking. Christian McCaffrey, the leader, he he was the heart and soul of the roster. We just need him in the lineup. And it helps when he, he's putting up 24 and really helping out the team. But, you know, him just being out there really inspires the rest of the, the unit. And we're ready. We're ready. Uh, big three weeks to go yet, though. I mean, so I'm not even safely in the playoffs. So it's it's prime time, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go to your matchup. Well, before uh, what was I gonna? I was gonna say something. Oh, yeah. I think I know the reason why Pete didn't win this week. How come? Well, look at who look at who is on by. His leader of his team, the one and the only, the the bright Matt spot. Gay. Matt Gay did not play this week on both Pete's team and in the NFL, and I, and that that was that had to be such a hard, you know, hill for this this team to climb. Uh, their 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 leader in the locker room week in week out. Had to start Young Ho Ku. I mean, valiant effort by Pete to start Young Ho, but it it doesn't have the power of Matt Gay, and Young Ho proved it. So that's that's the only reason Pete lost this week. And yeah, now we'll head on to the the game of the week. Uh, two guys duking it out for the division lead. Uh, been chased Vinny the last few weeks. Uh, and yeah, I was really happy to come out of here with a win. I don't know if you want to kind of give the to you 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 can start this one off, Bill. Sunday night football was the the main factor here. I mean, forty one from Eckler, twenty seven from Deontay Johnson, uh, only sixteen from Najee Harris, and I mean, you could say a little bit about the rest of it, but that pretty much summed up the matchup. I mean, for the most part, Jalen Waddle had a nice 20, Godwin with 18. You had Tyreek with 19. Boswell tried his best as well on Sunday night for Vinny with 14, but overall you put up a a solid 135 in, in Vinny. Uh, two of his three losses this year now are against you. I, I know that's got to feel good for you and very important in terms of the impact it's had on the uh, the division standings with you now on top of him. So and the the one seed now. So big for you. Yeah, I, you want you want that buy. You want that buy more than anything else. I don't feel great about the strength of Vinny's team and my chances in getting that by. Not happy with Mahomes once again. 
Um, Michael Carter is kind of turning out to be uh, uh, my Miles Gaskin um, in that, you know, I, I don't – I drafted him, and I was, you know, kind of middling on him. Kind of look warm, and, and it just – every time I even think about starting him, it doesn't do what I want him to do. Um, C.D. Lamb is just all over the place, hot and cold, uh, put up four points this week, kind of – not a great performance, but other than that, yeah, I mean, my guys really showed up and uh, was was really happy that we were able to come away with the W this week. So, um, yeah, well, the I will say the two things with those, well, the one thing with those two guys is that they both got hurt during their games. So it's uh, true, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, like it's just it's kind of just the overall shitty. Yeah situation yeah yeah um did we have anything we wanted to bring up in in an interlude or intermission this week or are we just going to jump in a week 12 mm, i don't think there i don't think there really was any like big news in the league um no. so i feel like we can probably uh, Move on to Matt and Jergy. You want to take this one, Bill? Yeah. Um, bottom feeder matchup. I mean, it's really cleared up in the league that there's a there's a bottom three, and these are two of those three teams. I, I know that you still like to praise the uh, Krugs and talk about how he's not as bad as his record, but even if he had gotten a few more wins, he it still wouldn't be uh, good compared to a lot of the other teams in this league. So, Jergy, like I said, you know, he might be out of it in terms of the playoff race, but this man has heart. He has desire, and he believes in the moral victory. And this would be a moral victory. Just get, get in wins at the end of the year. Get some momentum for next year. I think that's big for Jergy. Krugs, he's he's done. I mean, we haven't heard a word from him um, in in the chat, even though you know that's not really a, a surprise. Um, but I, even this year, I haven't heard much from him uh, via Snapchat. Like I, he would. He would Snapchat message me a good amount about the season last year. Not happening this year. The, he's just he's just out in Denmark doing his thing. Uh, champ, he's he's on his champions tour, just tur- touring the world, coming back to America, going to Turkey, ta- taking the ring on his travels, and that's why I'm going with I'm going with Jerky. He wants it more. He wants it more. Yeah, honestly, I don't even want to talk about this game. I the 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 whole you know you rah rah jerky thing. You know, I I I very much appreciate it. And it tickles me a little bit. Um, but am I am I going to indulge in that? No. So you're right. Jergy's going to win this week. Um, he won in week three. And you want to you want to talk about more evidence to my point? The week three last matchup between these two guys. Jergy won 141-138. Matt was cursed this year. Um, and, you know, on the other hand, though, he's, as you said, he's off gallivanting throughout Europe, uh, sex capades, uh, hanging out with models, just champagne, caviar, Italian food. Um, this man's doing it all. So, you know, who really won? Who really won? <laughs> um, well, well, Jergy, I think will win the battle this week. But overall, on the life war, I think I think you have a point. <laughs> and I like that I, we're basically I, done with this matchup, and neither of us mentioned a single player on their team. And you know why? <laughs> it, it, it 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 we didn't need to. No. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised Matt's even set his, his, his roster. Um, so, and ESPN just took me to week three for God knows what reason. 
against those two guys. Um, so, Dill, if you want to lead us off with Nick and yourself um, for this next match up here. Yeah. Nick Paul, obviously one of those uh, – he's right there with Jurgi and Matt in the, in the cellar of the league, the bottom three. But I think this this team still has some fight. There there's still some good players on it. He's lost seven in a row. Um, you know I've said how teams are due to lose. Talk about a team who is due to win. Um, Tom, yeah. he started off two and two and has now dropped seven in a row. So that's just that's just tough. And. You know, I'm I'm feisty now. <laughs> My team has has the uh the bite back in it. You know, there was there was a lot of bark at the at the beginning of the season for my team and at first we had that bite to match it. Then uh then we didn't have the bite. And you know, we we accurately tempered the bark then for a while. But you know, we're starting to we, we got the bite back, that's for sure. And you know the bark, bark's starting to come uh, come back a little bit. So I I'm weary of Nick Paul this week. Like I said, I I think he has some good some good uh, players on his squad. Delvin Cook Cook is always a guy to fear. DJ Moore has still had a pretty good season. He he's he's tempered down a little bit, but he's still at number sixteen receiver, which is I'd say a pretty good season for DJ Moore. Uh, Saquon now being back is he's going to have to be important for Nick. Uh, I think Nick Nick is due to win. He's got some feisty pieces, but I think I'm going to continue winning here because you know McCaffrey's in the lineup and he's the heart and soul, and we rally around our man. Yeah. Um... I, I do think this will be a close game, and I mean, I, there are just there's a lot of good games this week. Um, I will say that if we want to look back, week three, uh, Nick Paul did did have a pretty good showing in beating Cool Runnings uh, by about thirty. Yep. That was the that was the night McCaffrey died. That was when the, I was in your apartment. Oh, that's we, right. We witnessed yeah. that. <laughs> and I, a, I knew, a, I knew it was bad when it happened. <laughs> what a nine weeks it's been. Yeah, man. Um, but you know, I, 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 as much as I, you know, don't care to indulge in the jerky, uh, heart of hearts discussion, um, I do think there is something to be said there. Nick Paul, ever since he gave up on our uh, flag football team, um, his fantasy team has kind of matched that effort. I think Nick's Nick's heart has just been placed elsewhere this fall, and and nobody faults Nick Paul for that. But, you know, I, I just don't think Nick's leadership and his locker room presence is felt or seen um, you know, Dalvin Cook against San Francisco, all right. It's a good matchup. Um, Fournette against Indianapolis, solid matchup. DJ Moore with Cam Newton, uh, kind of, you know, making his return to Carolina, good matchup. Uh, and, you know, Kittle, Barkley back. I mean, it, it's looking solid for Nick. I mean, this is the team. He's back at a level of health that he would have liked to be at this whole year. Um, but, I I think just with where you're at, where your team's at, I don't even necessarily want to go into the matchups for you because it might talk me out of it. I think you have the W this week, Bill. Um and I think I think you continue to make a, a run at uh at the playoffs, um and, and giving Vinny and I a little bit of trouble in our division. So yeah, I I think um, you made a great point about, you know, Nick Paul. Just, you know, his his it, it's fine that his heart isn't in it. You know, it was 
it was stolen from by another, uh, a Miss Mary, I believe her name is. So, you know, it, it's totally understandable. But, uh, you know, I, I need this win more. And, Nick, give it to me. He wants, still wants this W. Oh, I need it. Not only do I want it, it, I need it. Yeah, you really do. You really, and especially when my Um, next two my next two matchups are against I don't know the order, but you and Vinny. So three of my last four matchups, Pete, you, Vinny. I mean that's pretty that's pretty tough when you're trying to get into the the playoffs. I mean the only quote unquote cupcake is Nick Paul and I think he is gonna give me a tough test this week. So um yeah. I, I, agree. I really could use a win here. I agree. Um well then the next game and really a, a game to also watch is Ryan and Pete this week. Um Ryan, you know he's got hasn't set his lineup whatsoever. Um, so that'll make it a little bit tougher for us. He's got to pick up a running back bad, or no, he's got to slot Chubb into running back and put in one of his receivers. I mean, he doesn't have great receiving, backup receiving options. Um, might have to start Robbie Anderson this week, honestly, um, which isn't terrible if, if Cam Newton continues to be solid. Uh, but... I mean, it's not looking good for Ryan. I mean, Ryan really needs this win. Um, week three, uh, last time these guys met, man, all these guys must have must be must be how the schedule worked out this year. But week three, um, Ryan did do a pretty decent job of disposing of Pete. I don't know. I Pete is starting his Colts guys all the straight up this week, so. He's got Wentz against Tampa Bay, Taylor against Tampa Bay, Pittman against Tampa Bay. Um, I think that that makes sense. Tampa Bay hasn't done, hasn't looked great defensively this year. Um, and if Jonathan Taylor continues to put up the kinds of numbers, I mean, he's averaging 26 points. ESPN hasn't projected at 21. So I, I understand that he's not going to put up 50 points, and that's a bit of an outlier, but still um they might be discounting him just a little bit um i don't know i i think i'm gonna go with pete this week i I think pete just has a little bit more talent i think the cold stack has been an interesting uh uh, tool for pete to kind of rely on and he's not starting matt gay either at least as of right now he's still starting young ho so I will I will put an asterisk on my prediction. If Pete continues with Young Ho, he will not win. Um, he needs to put in and slot in Matt Gay immediately. Ryan, yeah, with Lamar being questionable, maybe having to start Tua again. Um, it's just I, I don't think Ryan has the talent to beat Pete, uh, at least this week with, with Connor being out. Uh, particular and and Jackson and Chris Carson all all dealing with injuries so or being on by I, I think this is Pete's week. Yeah, uh, I I've spoken to Pete and I know he already mentioned he'll be cutting Young Hoku so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. He will be he'll be in the lineup for Pete come uh, good come come Sunday so uh, you don't good, have to good, worry good. about that. Yeah. So no asterisk, you officially have Pete. Um like you mentioned with the with the Colts, I think that's going to be the the key to this matchup. I think it's it's even though it Pete wasn't close to beating me last week, I think it's hard to pick against anyone who has Jonathan Taylor right now. And I think the fact that no one else really rallied behind him last – I mean, obviously, too, I don't expect him to have 50 points again and score five touchdowns. But I think the rest of Pete's team will kind of come back and rally around Jonathan Taylor more than uh, 
they were able to last week. And Ryan, I, I think he will have a, a solid – I think he'll have a solid week. Uh, Lamar Jackson, once he slates him in. Cleveland's tough, but I think Lamar uh, – he usually shows up in big games on Sunday night. I feel like he'll have a good performance. Chubb should do – well, Baltimore's tough, but I think Josh, Josh Gordon. I was just going to say Josh Gordon like his name – or that was Ryan's name. Um, I think Ryan's team will be uh, good this week, but I think Teats will just be too much. But I do want to – make one point before we move on away from this matchup is that Pete's been in a good spot and obviously his team has uh, played really well this year and you know he's at seven and four and I'll make the same point about Joel later too but even though they're at seven and four in the top of their division they don't have much cushion on the on the people behind them in terms of like the you know there's three people one game behind them so there's not you know ryan is right there to steal it from one of them if he can pick up wins so this matchup's really important with with pete and and ryan because if ryan if ryan can win this one and even that up with pete pete might He's looking with the final two weeks that he might miss the playoffs. So this is a, a huge matchup. It is, yeah. And if he somehow missed the playoffs, that would that would just tickle like week five, Alex, in so many different ways. Um, but yeah, and, and well, I I don't know though. I don't know though because week five, Alec wasn't high on Pete. Still, I don't think. Well, I know, but it would have been like, well, you know, you're you're right. You're right right now about Pete's chances and his team, and um, there's been so much doubt in the interim. So that's that's kind of what I'm saying is, um, I've I've been going back and forth on Pete's team mentally. Like, does Pete have? A, was I really wrong? Did does Pete actually have a good team? Even now, I'm still like. He's really starting Carson Wentz, I and mean, I get it. You know, he's the 12th overall quarterback this year, and Pittman's the 16th wide receiver. But like, I, I just every week, every week. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I still think Pete wins this week, and I think he probably solidifies his playoff chances. So, um, moving on to Vinny and Kevin, this is another big one. Vinny needs a win. Kevin needs a win. Vinny wants to be in the, the hunt for the bye. Kevin wants, you know, to 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 further his playoff efforts. Um, their last matchup, week three, Vinny took home the bacon, 178 to 122. Wasn't even close. Dispelled of Kevin Clark, like that old piece of, you know, leftovers from Thanksgiving you, you find in your fridge around Christmas time. And you're like, how? What? What is this still doing in here? Um, and 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 honestly, I think that's what Vinny's going to do this week. I mean, he really did not have a good week last week. Um, I don't know. I, it kind of worries me about the playoffs because I feel like I will uh, end up playing Vinny potentially in the playoffs at some point, and just to to. Test the fate, the fantasy football gods, the fantasy football fate three times in a row and, and hope for bad outcomes from your opponent. Man, knock on wood, because that's, but, so I, I think Vinny's due for a bounce back week here. Um, you know, he's dealing with a bit of injuries to Kamara and Kareem Hunt. Um, Chase Edmonds is on bye anyways. Um, but then he's still got a very deep team, and, and that, that really shouldn't affect him too much. Um, you know, Chris Godwin's really come on uh, late in the year. Um, he, I guess he he had a good start to the year, and he, he had some trouble in the middle, but um, playing playing better now. Um, I, 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 I'm going with Vinny for no other reason other than 
admittedly, just because I think he is due. Um, Kevin, you know, has averaged about 126 points or so in the season. Um, Vinny's doing a little bit better than that, and I, I just think Vinny's got to return to form. Um, so I am going with Vinny, unfortunately, to continue to nip at my heels, be a thorn in my paw. So, Yeah, so I'm actually going to go the opposite way. Um, obviously, wow. I'll be personally cheering against that. I'll be I'll be rooting for Vinny, but ultimately my pick here is, is Kevin. Um, I, I just like how things shape up better for his team with, with Brady and Evans against the Colts this week. I, I think they'll do pretty well, actually. Um, I guess you could go with Rodgers, but I'd probably stick with the, the Buccaneers. Um the one thing that made me try, like, almost switch my pick as you were talking through was I realized that Vinny at this moment still has Cuff on the bench, and obviously that's going to change, and Cooper Cuff is – I mean, he's a huge factor. I mean, I, I don't remember how some of the other guys did on Vinny's team, but, like, last week against you, say he has Cooper Cuff, I mean, that could have flipped a loss to a win. So – it's obviously a huge factor. Like you said, it's it's a shame with Kamara uh, being out, likely. Um, but obviously he has the handcuff there with Ingram. I, Vinny has the better team overall, but with the with the some of the matchups and just how this week falls, I, I think Kevin's actually going to edge him barely. Master wow. Edger, Kevin Clark. Wow. I hate all of that. I mean, <laughs> I don't hate Kevin winning because it helps me here, but I just feel gross Yeah, now. and it would, it would actually be worse for me, but I, I just, I have a feeling about it. Still got a feeling. Ooh. Yeah, speaking of that. feeling. Tell me your feelings on this game of the week. You and Joel, pony style. Me and Joel. This is such a weird, 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 weird feeling. To, I mean, one, Joel is one of my two losses. Week three, Joel beat me 145-107. So that that was weird to begin with. Like, you lose to Joel week three, you're like, okay, this is an anomaly, right? But Joel's continued to put up solid week after solid week. And now he's in a position uh, to, to have a bye in the playoffs if he continues. If he wins here, he's, he's got a really good shot of getting a bye uh, and stealing the division title from Pete. Um, so, and the other weird thing is just that 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 anybody is that I'm playing Joel, and and Joel's team is good, and right now he's projected to beat me, and it's not even projected to be super close right. Now. Um, so to be playing Joel late in the season, it being really relevant, and, and him being projected to beat you, it, it's all weird. Um, I, I, I was we were talking a little bit about my team in, in this matchup before uh, we started recording. I, I mean, I I don't feel terrible about this. I mean, it's not ideal having Tyree Kill, Mahomes on by. A.J. Green on by is one of my backup receivers. Miko Hardman on by. Um, Michael Carter is out. He got hurt, as you had mentioned earlier. Um, and then Cordero Patterson still still dealing with an injury as well. Um, so I, it, I don't feel great about any of this. I'm having to start Emmanuel Sanders. Um, having to start Melvin Gordon. He's kind of been fading as the year's gone on. Although I did see him at the Bucks game um, when I went uh, on on Saturday night, so um, that was that was interesting. Um, and and hopefully I, you know, maybe the 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 speech that I snuck down to to give him at halftime, maybe it maybe it did something. I don't know. Um, maybe I I slipped him a little bit of HGH. The world will never know. And you know, we really need him to come through this week. 
Um, I hate predicting these things because it, it just bothers me to no end. Um, I think I am going to bring home the bacon for no other reason other than I don't I don't know the last time I started a white quarterback. I'll be honest with you. I've had Mahomes. I've had Lamar Jackson. It's been a really long time. Um, so Ryan Tannehill's being slotted in. He's he's asking to be – we're asking him to be a leader this week. Um, and we'll see if he can get it done. A solid match against New England. Um, Eckler against Denver is solid as well. Um, it should be a high-scoring game, so Gordon might be able to pop off as well. Um, Deontay Johnson, not a great matchup against Cincinnati. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, solid matchup against New Orleans. Um, Cordell Patterson licking his chops against Jacksonville. But they've been playing a little bit better too recently. So, you know, Joel, Joel's got to be, got to be feeling pretty okay about this to get my team, um, at this, you know, but he's dealing with a bunch of injuries too. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I'm going to go with myself for right now. Your first mistake was trusting Orion at your starting quarterback position this week. Just the overall <laughs> terrible name. Terrible individual, those Ryans. And yeah. uh, like you said, you've kind of got the shits this week in terms of buys and, you know, the injury with Michael Carter. Um, especially when they're playing the Texans this week. So, obviously, uh, a week you'd like to be able to play him. But, so, overall, you've just got some unfortunate buys with your Chiefs, the injury. I, I really, I, I like the matchup for, like, Corderell Patterson. And I, I think Ackler, you're really going to need him to have another big week. And, him and Deontay, I think those are going to be your big factors and hope that Melvin Gordon and Sanders and Hawkinson can do enough. But, frankly, I, I just don't think it will be enough. And I think Joel will beat you this week, and I, I know you love hearing that. Um, I do. I pick against yes. you. And so, yes. yeah, I like I like pony style to continue. Just a, a marvelous season from Joel. And you you love to see it. And him and Vinny brought out the fight this year. Very nice. Uh but yeah, I've got I've got Joel. I think it'll be very close, but I think the the Chiefs just not being available to you are it's it's just gonna be too much ultimately. So now that you've picked against me, I'm changing my pick. And I think I will win. Did I say I? Did I say I said I was going to win actually. Right? You said okay, you. Okay, well win. no, I'm not. Yeah, never mind. Okay, well I'm doubling down on this win now. It's, <laughs> okay, it's a it's guaranteed Al Fishman win. Dill's taken against me. It's a trap game for Joel now. It's over. That's that's fine. In terms of the playoff picture, in the terms of the playoff picture, him losing would be best for me. So, yeah, yeah, I I'd be fine with you winning. I have no problem with that. Good, because it's gonna happen. Bill's playing some like five D chess over here. He's like, I'm gonna. It's better for me if Joel wins. So I'm gonna or if Al wins, so I'm going to pick Joel so that Al's team wins. I, I mean, I respect it, Dylan. I respect it. I, I appreciate that, all that you're doing. It wasn't my logic behind it, but... Um, okay. Yeah. Let's say it was. Let's just say it was. And let's... Uh, uh, I will say it was. <laughs> all right. In your heart of hearts, you know it, don't you, Al? I I know everything in my heart of hearts still. There's not anything that I don't know. So with that, we'll conclude uh, the previews for this week. Um, 
do you have any any things to say as we head into a uh, a wonderful turkey weekend thanksgiving yeah well i mean unfortunate that our our, our uh, esteemed commissioner here had a covid scare and will not be joining pete and rubbing his large victory in his face this week um had to do it over the phone i'm sure um yeah I, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to some good food some good football um you know having a bit of time off and you know just just living the dream so i i hope that everybody else has a really nice time um it's obviously been a, a, a rough i mean on a serious note, it's, it's obviously been a, a rough couple past years so it, it's nice i think for everybody to get together this year and, and feel completely good about it um, and not, not worry too much about anything. So, um, you know, in, enjoy the time off, everybody. Uh, wish wish everybody good luck fantasy-wise. Um, and I'll, I'll let I'll let Dill close it out. Yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much, you, you got us 98% of the way there. Um, everyone have a great turkey weekend. Good luck to everyone this week. It's a, it's a big week. It's the, the home stretch of the regular season leading up into the playoffs. Big time. Big time. So good luck, everyone. Have fun and uh, take care. Bye. Such a roller coaster, sunken and queen, you are right by.